This is like a Mr. Rogers kind of opening soundtrack. Hopefully we don't get sued for this on this um, one. I mean, we'll probably just get taken no off YouTube. Yeah, yeah there's that's, no guarantee that we'll never get sued. That's true. And, I mean, uh, if we made it what six years, no no lawsuits. I feel like they didn't they pass some new fair use thing on YouTube regarding music. Did they? Some guy just won some lawsuit or some shit. Because hmm. it was in the background or something? Uh, I just or? saw it on Reddit. I didn't really read oh, the article. Why are you, why just, are you trusting things on Reddit? That's true. There's a lot you know of white power on there. There's a lot of white power everywhere, dude. Ugh. I mean, one time on this podcast, somebody <laughs> said the N-word. I'm not, I'm not going to say who. He's in the room. This is the Dark Side Records and Gallery Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dark Side Records and Gallery Podcast. I guess it's just the Dark Side Records Podcast now. We're kind of Yeah, I mean, minimizing. there's still art over there. There's art. Yeah, there's art. Okay. There's art. Welcome to the Dark Side Records and Gallery. Also, legally, we, I am you know, doing legally, the intro right now. What? I'm doing the intro. Sorry, it's been a while. Okay. Welcome to the God, Dark Side. God, I'm so rusty at this. <laughs> Welcome to the Dark Side Records, a gallery podcast. This, of course, is a podcast about music, vinyl, nerdery, nudity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, All accurate things. Uh, necessity. And Some nachos. When, when have we ever had nachos? That's where we should get nachos. I'm just trying to think of N-words that are appropriate for the podcast. Dig yourself a hole. Just keep keep digging. Of course, brought to you by the good folks here at Darkside Records, located at 611 Duchess Turnpike in Poughkeepsie, the Hudson Valley's largest brick-and-mortar independent record store. Mm-hmm. True. Here since 2010. We're yeah, doing a special sure. edition of the podcast this week. <laughs> uh, it's special because Justin's not here. No, it, it's special. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that not the- it's special because you are here. Oh, so, uh, True. That's, yeah. Justin is away this week. He's off at the uh, at the Sims Record Store Day Boot Camp in New Orleans. Eating fancy French food and so many beignets. Yeah, it's a lot of beignets. Oh what God. is a beignet? I think it's basically a piece of bread with some sugar on it, based on the picture so he it's sent. Fried dough. I don't actually know. He no, no, no. He went to New Orleans just to eat fried dough. No, you take a, a loaf of white bread, you slice it, and then you take it one slice, you sprinkle some powdered sugar on it, and you shove it in your mouth. <laughs> so it's an experiential thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess Katrina didn't get the beignets. But uh, since uh, JJ is there, we wanted to get you out of podcast this month. We've actually we were away last month and Where weren't were we? able weren't able to get you out of podcast. We're doing a lot of shit. That's true. It's just, you know, things happen here. There's so many things going on uh, that we're trying to do for you guys. Uh, last month, in fact, we had uh, the Dark Side Bazaar. That's right. Yeah, the Bazaar. Our outdoor flea market, um, which basically sucked up all of our time. Yeah, and, what else did I miss? Uh, you missed... Um, <laughs> I was here for Patch Adam. That was like last week. Patch Adam. Yeah, that was a good one. That's basically it. Okay. Uh, but uh, so I just wanted to get something out for you guys, uh, a special edition of this podcast. Um, you got a special interview on this podcast, don't you? That's correct. Okay. A little while ago, we recorded an interview with the man We Take Tonight. We're going to play that at the end of this podcast. Okay. Yeah, this nice. one is going to be a. It's going to be a little uh, shorty. This is just kind of uh, to tide you over mm-hmm. until next month. We'll be back yeah. with our regular podcast. It's like the oral you get when she's on her period. The what? Oral. 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 Set. I thought you said oil. I mean, it's the oil you get when she's on her period. <laughs> but I don't. I don't we should probably move on. I don't it's know not, what you're into. Not the best. <laughs> You heard what you wanted to hear. Not the best analogy for this podcast. It's like a ton of crude oil. <laughs> but uh, while JJ is away, Birdo is here. Hey, guys. Those two things I don't think are mutually exclusive, but you know. Not really. But you're here. I am here. 
Roberto's here. You haven't been around for the last uh, couple potters. It's true. Yeah, I mean, there was like a. I think a wh- dor- there was a dorkside coup d'état. That's right. While I was out of the country. So that's all what- about Twin Peaks. So that's what this is. Funny story. I don't know if you heard this. I like stories. I heard. I read an article, and I haven't. I haven't been watching the new Twin Peaks yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was reading an article that said a few weeks ago, the uh, whatever uh, Twin Peaks is on Stars, right, or Showtime. Uh, the German arm of Showtime, responsible for programming in Germany, accidentally aired. They aired uh, a later episode. They aired the next one. It was supposed okay. to be episode thirteen, and they showed episode fourteen. Okay, but I heard that outcry was minimal. Because no one knows what's going on anyway, so there were no actual spoilers. <laughs> That's kind of... Uh, see, Twin Peaks is an acquired taste if you listen to the episode of Dorkside that you weren't on. I'm assuming you didn't. I listen. I listen to clips. <laughs> uh, Actually, I saw that you did it, and I threw my phone. I'm like, oh, no! How could they? Twin Peaks is kind of an acquired taste. It, it, it is. It can and be. And this whole thing is... is I mean, all... David Lynch in general is an acquired taste. Correct. Yeah. And this season is especially like... You're correct. There's no spoilers because the, these things, like, they develop. nothing happens. No. <laughs> they develop at a very strange pace. You could say nothing happens Slowly. if you want to. Yeah. Slowly. Look, it's not for everybody. All right. mean, slow is a pace. Slow, <laughs> slow is technically a pace. That's right. It, we're a little bit past the halfway point in the year. And what True. I wanted to do is I wanted to get the staff together and talk about our halfway picks, but I'll settle for just you and I. Can you insert a cricket noise here? And since it's just you and I... Like, one of our staff jumped ship and moved to the UK. That's right. With right. Will. How is Will, by the way? Have you heard from him lately? He hasn't been on the podcast, strangely Strange. enough. He's been focusing on... Uh, he's been focusing on... Uh, Life with know, Becca? Becca moving in okay. with him. Yeah. He's been really stressed out about So she moves into one room and he runs into the other next room and he doesn't right. get on the phone as easily? I'll get him on the line next podcast. Okay. I'll make sure he makes I'm it I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> but uh, so what I thought we'd do is let's do a, let's do a quick... Nerdy recap. Mm-hmm. Since we're basically taking uh, Dark Side over with Dork Side. True. Um, so I figured what might be fun is for us to talk about some soundtracks. We'll keep it in the music world. Yeah. But let's talk about some. Yeah. I'm sorry. That, I just I got too excited. I got too excited. Okay. That was mine. Is that an orgasm noise? No. So uh, <laughs> it's it's August. It's 2017. <clears throat> Tell me about some soundtracks that have come out. Tell me, tell me good things. Tell some our good listeners. Things. I mean, there's been there's been a lot, and especially like in the last really two years, the soundtrack thing's been catching on a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple factors, like a lot of like Mondo, Death Waltz, Waxwork do like the exclusives, like really nice packages and stuff like that. And we get those, correct? We do get those. Yep, we are a uh, an official Mondo retailer. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got. A whole little section over there for Mondo and Death Waltz stuff. But uh, I want to say, like, the synth stuff's been coming, becoming popular, especially mm-hmm. ever since season one of Stranger Things came mm-hmm. out. That was a big driver for the band Survive, particularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got season two coming out. They're already teasing, you know, the score for season two and stuff like that. I don't think there's any release date on that yet, but, you know, there's teasers. You can, however, reserve a copy on our website. You can absolutely reserve a copy. Go to darksiderecords.com, click the Reserve Upcoming New Releases tab, and just fill it out. And when it does come out, we'll hold it for you, call you as soon as it's here, and if it's a cool exclusive one, we'll mm-hmm. keep that you one You can for reserve you. it. Um, so anyway, so there's been a lot of different labels popping up now, too. Um, so you've got a label called Data Discs, which has been around for a little while. They do, like, strictly... Video game soundtracks, like old Sega, Nintendo soundtracks, 
they're, some of them are definitely an acquired taste. Some of them are pretty cool. You might recall a few weeks ago when someone sold us a box set of the Street Fighter II soundtrack. Every single version of Street Fighter II that was ever released. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I will say that was a fun day because we spent most of it... Uh, Guessing in- whose theme it was. Exactly. And yeah. customers in the store going, oh, who is this? Uh, Liu Kang? Wrong uh, series. I get your franchises oh, right. Amateurs. I know. Um, then you got... Um, there's a lot of bigger labels that are kind of doing some soundtrack-focused things. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have little offshoots, you know, because a lot of these music labels are also tied in with, like, like Sony Music and Sony Pictures. So they do have connections within their own film histories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, there are a lot of people who jump on the bandwagon. Like, really, do we need an X-Men Days of Future Past color vinyl? Can't we just forget that that film ever happened and move on with our lives? No, Days of Future Past was... Oh, no, like... not Days of Future Past. I'm thinking of Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That should yeah. be forgotten. Yeah. yeah. Um, so some Sam's cool ones that are coming. Stuck. I mean, Mondo and Death Walls, I'd say, are probably still the leaders in, like, cool packages. They go out of their way to, like, work with composers, work with directors, get awesome liner notes, new artwork. Uh, there's a lot of crossover between the comic industry and the soundtrack stuff. They get, like jock to do artwork for some of their things and some cool names they just released atomic blonde which is not strictly a score but it's a really cool kind of 80s mashup of sound there's some david bowie on there some 99 luftballons Mm -hmm. a couple different versions of 99 luftballons Mm -hmm. so by the end of the day you've got like 333 luftballons why do you keep saying ballons that's how they pronounce it it's in german i'm speaking german i think that's how they pronounce balloons i think it's just balloons (laughs) Balloons. <laughs> you don't sprechen sie Deutsch. I sprechen sie a little Deutsch. Oh, I was at my child's birthday party. Ich yeah. sprechen kein Deutsch. And we had so, so many balloons. Oh. Uh, it was Dutch? I don't It sounded more <laughs> Dutch than anything else. I'll ask Fabian and Melody with okay. the correct pronunciation. That's good. good you want me to call them? I can, I can put them on the That's phone okay. right now. No, okay. it's fine. Nope. Nope. I don't think we need that. Listeners, are we pronouncing that right? Uh, please indicate in the comment field who pronounced balloons correctly. Is it balloons? 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 I feel like or... you're saying blonde, like the movie title. Listen. But yeah. wrong. No. More wrong. You're more wrong. Okay. <laughs> um, I loved Atomic Blonde. I saw it. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm, the, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's good. I really enjoyed it. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see it. Um... So there's a bunch. I'm trying to think of other new Mondo things that have come out recently. Uh, Waxwork has released Creep Creep. Ah, fuck me. Waxwork Records, another kind of uh, boutique soundtrack label, nice. just released Creep Show Two, which is the sequel to Creep Show One. How do you figure? Numerically, I okay. figure numerically. <laughs> I actually have it sitting at home in like a mailer. I haven't opened it yet, but. Creepshow 1 was awesome. The and soundtrack of the, the movie? The soundtrack in the movie. I mean, the okay. movie's a classic. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to checking that out. Uh, they also they always release different variants that you can buy either through the website or through retailers like us. Um, they do have a subscription program for Waxwork still. Mm. So at the beginning of each year, you can sign up and you get subscriber-exclusive variants, which I have. It doesn't really help our store, though. I'm it a fucking nerd. Really, you 
just what? Bury in the store. You Listen, gotta... I'm not burying the store. It's not my <laughs> fault. We're not cool enough to have subscriber yeah, limit. Burying it more. I'm pretty what? sure. What? Yeah, you... Listen. Well, I actually bought my first uh, three soundtracks I've ever bought this really? year. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, one of them is the Melvins thing. What? I know you're talking about that. I know you're including that. It's a duh. <laughs> Oh, oh! you're talking about the Melvin's... The new uh, Melvin's record. Uh, Love and Death? Uh, yeah. No, I was not including oh. that, but uh, I guess I bought my first four soundtracks okay. this year. I'm sorry. Go on. Um, actually, now I'm thinking, I think I bought five now that I'm thinking about it. Okay, so I bought um, the first one I've ever bought intentionally. Are we talking soundtracks or scores? Fight Club. Good was one. the first one. Dust was Brothers. a great Mondo yeah. press. We yeah, had yeah. to physically tear open the jacket to get to it. Yeah. I love how I think on the little tab it says something like a little bit of pain. Or destroy something beautiful. Destroy something, something beautiful. Like yeah, because you have to, you can't have a mint copy of it if you ever want to listen to it. I know. And I love that soundtrack. So naturally I purchased two. As did I. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got that. <clears throat> I got um, the Baby Driver soundtrack. I haven't listened to that yet. You should listen to it and go see it. I hear it. Yeah, you told me it's good. Great movie. And by the time I've found time like i was already out of theaters okay. you let me know when you want to go okay i'll go is that is that south hills yet probably okay uh but i would rate by the way baby driver galleria really yeah okay uh i bought um the fifth element soundtrack yep because i am just a huge fifth element uh, mm-hmm. super nerd mm-hmm. by the way i did see valerian in the city of a thousand planets how was that i heard mixed mixed things did not enjoy okay did not en- i was hoping for a recreation right. of the magic of fifth, fifth element, element. It was not. The That's same. kind of the vibe I got from the trailers. Like, I don't know. I did enjoy uh, Cara Delevingne. Okay. I did enjoy her uh, in this. Okay. Like she played her character very well. With, uh, Mila Jovovich wasn't in it. She was not in it. Oh, that's not in it. Sadly, no. That's too bad. Um, I also bought uh, the Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight soundtrack. Oh uh, yeah, which came out earlier this year, yeah. and that actually is one that. Um, I don't. I try not to complain a lot, especially on this podcast. But I try not to complain a lot. But this was one that. See, I have the opposite approach to podcasting. Uh, <laughs> it's good. We could do good, yeah, good, yeah, good yeah. bad cap. Uh, and the reason I I uh, didn't like it as much is because uh, I felt like it might have just been a cash grab. Like I felt like it was not mastered for vinyl. Mm-hmm. I felt like they took the CD master and put that around in vinyl. I felt like when I was playing it, it did not sound good, and yeah. I, I worried about it. Um. That every once in a while, I mean, again, like with the popularity of the genre, yep. you get some titles that aren't maybe aren't up to the standards of other stuff. Exactly. Like they either they rush you through quick, or somebody did it who didn't understand right. know, vinyl mastering or whatever it was. I know it was only a CD when it first came out. This was, you know, this was like kind of the low point for vinyl uh, production right. in the United States. And so when I had it as a kid, it was only a CD. Yeah. So this is, a, to my understanding, is the first time it was ever pressed on vinyl. So there's there's some variables. I'm not sure why it happened, but it was one that I was a little bit disappointed. It it's bound to happen every once in a while. Yeah. And my last one. Oh yeah, I forgot you had five. Bob's Burgers. Okay. That's also a fun fir- one. Also the first box set I ever bought. Really? Ever? Yeah, like ever, of anything? Ever. Never bought a box set before. I you didn't buy the Tomahawk box set. That doesn't count. Yes, I bought the Tomahawk. Okay, it's the... <laughs> you didn't buy... It wouldn't, like, Senile Animal 4LP? That's kind of like... That, a, that's a 4LP. There's no box. Is box that... yeah. Oh, I guess, actually, yeah. I did. I bought the Phantomas box set as well. I bought the Tomahawk box set. I bought a Deftones box set. And I bought... So... You can't see me, listeners, but I'm waving three fingers mockingly mm-hmm. at John Bryan, who's making outrageous, untrue claims. Try Glazer. 
Yeah. No? Okay. I don't I, what Our German audience. Jimmy's pretty loved false that news. joke. <laughs> loved that joke. <laughs> so what's a what's a cool soundtrack that's coming out? Uh I just pre ordered something. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Um Oh. It's a couple. The Mondo every year they celebrate the alien anniversary of the films. Um, so last year they released Aliens mm-hmm. uh, score. Uh, they had Prometheus on vinyl. Now they're finally releasing Alien, the first film vinyl soundtrack, and an expanded edition. Um, basically, what what they're good at is kind of finding like old cues and tracks that weren't on the original studio releases of these soundtracks, whether they're released on CD or early vinyl. Um, so it's like a double disc, lots of extra cues and sounds. Some of them I'm not even sure are in the movie. So it'll be interesting to say, like, oh, I recognize that. No, you don't. Okay. You've never heard it. So that's kind of cool. Oh, a movie I have to see that I'm looking forward to. The soundtrack was my one of my top picks a couple of years ago with the same director. Um, the woman who did A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, mm-hmm. uh, which was in... I might be getting the Middle Eastern country wrong. I believe it was an Iranian vampire film. Is doing a movie called The Bad Batch, which mm-hmm. is her follow-up film. Uh, and that soundtrack was available for pre-order currently. Uh, we will have it here in the store when it's released. Um, if you want any cool variants, you can go online because we're not allowed to have those. Just cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> See, when Justin's not here, I can, I just dig ourselves some holes. Um, Iranian is correct. Aha. Yes. Moving on. Don't give me that look. Don't you give me that judgy face. One thing that's with the popularity surge of soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, surge some, is a strong word. Fuck you. I'll surge you. <laughs> um, so, composers have been starting to tour a bit more and play some live shows. Didn't- so last year, uh, around this time, I saw John Carpenter in New York City for his first ever tour He's ever done. Like, he's in his 70s. Oh, that's right. That's um, right. And he's a you know, very famous American horror director, mm-hmm. composer. It was really cool. Like, it was just a room full of nerds. There was him and his band, a smoke machine, his synthesizer. And he just showed clips from his films, you know, behind him. So this October, Halloween night to be exact, oh. uh, I will be going to see Fabio Fritzi. Who, oh, Fabio Frizzi. Those are Frizzi. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know. Frizzi. I don't know it now. It, it, I don't know Italian. Fritalian. Mm-hmm. It's pronounced um, fries. Oh, that sounds right. French fries. Anyways, Fabio, yeah. um, who is a famous Italian composer, did a lot of classic horror scores, uh, City of the Living Dead, The Beyond. He's playing. He's touring in North America. Uh, Halloween night, I'll be seeing him live at Proctor's Theater in Schenectady. Uh, cool. some, some home turf for me. Mm-hmm. Um, really excited. He's playing the score to the Beyond in its entirety. I'm sorry, the Beyond? Beyond. The Beyond? Yeah. Wait. No, it stars Beyonce. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. The Beyond <laughs> in its entirety. Um, for 50 bucks, you can get VIP tickets, which includes uh, access to the sound check and a meet and greet. Okay. So I'm going to have an erection all Halloween this oh, year. Oh, God. I'm not standing anywhere in front of you. No, it's unavoidable. Yeah. Oh, God. 
Uh, also, John Carpenter's touring again. He'll be back in New York City in November. Uh, I bought you tickets. Oh, good. You can go by yourself. Okay. <laughs> We're not seated get... near each other. I just wanted you to, to be surrounded by the, the magic. So I can't, like, sass you through the whole performance? That's right. You go, you sass someone else. Okay. You sit, you sit there and you watch that 75-year-old man play the synthesizer. <laughs> it's magical. Look, no judging here. Listen, when he, plays, you a bit. when he plays the opening theme to They Live and the band all whips out their Ray-Ban sunglasses, oh yeah, there's chills. <laughs> uh, a, a tear for Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. everyone in the audience. Exactly. Tribute to Roddy. Mm-hmm. Girk loves that joke, too. Girk. He He's, appreciates Girk's that one. Yeah, He's I know. pretending we're not here. That's fine. Okay. Well, those sound cool. <clears throat> so it's, it's uh, you know, obviously Halloween's coming, so it's a good... High season for me and my horror soundtracks. Mm-hmm. It's the one time of year when I don't feel like a complete retard in the store. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're, that's retard. <laughs> my oh god, was off. Uh, that's that's how the uh, that's how the down <laughs> votes come in right there. Um, no one's who's giving us a down vote. So if you have something you're looking for, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you the listener, not you, Roberto. I guess you, Roberto. If you have something you're looking you're looking for, uh, do head over to our site, darksiderecords.com. There is a reserve button. Type in what you're looking for. If we can get it, we will. True. Uh, whenever it comes out, we'll we'll hold a copy for you, and we'll let you know that we got it. If you have any soundtrack specific questions, ask okay. someone here, and then we'll generally relay them to me. <laughs> uh, Why right. are you holding this, by the way? Well, I was holding Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two because I was gonna. We could have talked about this as well, but I mean, you went on a you went in a good direction talking okay. about uh, horror movie things. We also have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two uh, on Talk vinyl. About a horror movie. We don't. It wasn't that bad actually. Yeah, I don't know why you're being negative. Fun. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I mean, I think they tried to do too much. It was a lot. Okay, so his father's <laughs> supposed to be like a god in a planet. He was ego, first of all. Ego, classic Fine. Marvel comic yes. celestial no, he character. Is. Ego. Um, a celestial. He's a, he's a heavy hitter, right? He's a heavy hitter. Actually, the celestials specifically were a race of characters who uh, are quasi immortals in the Marvel. Ego was more of he's more in the celestial world because he's is a like a demigod. Man. He's like a Hercules versus a Zeus. It's a little strong worded. It's a little. It's inflating his. Okay. Ego True or false? A he's a heavy hitter. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thanos level heavy hitter. Mm, he's not as mobile. Because I feel like he's a planet. True. But he managed to come to Earth to fuck the guy's mother, Chris Pratt's mother. In the MCU, correct. Right. Um, so he's a heavy hitter. <laughs> and I feel like Thanos is being kind of kind of bumped up in the Marvel, the cinematic universe a bit. Like, he's they're making him out to be this big, horrible thing. Um, I mean, they wrapped up Ego pretty efficiently in one film. Mm-hmm. You're telling me I need to wait ten years to get Thanos. Well, you're going to meet him. Wrapped and packed Ego up about 45 minutes. Well, Thanos will Figured out he had the little Death Star button. Good to go. In theory, Thanos will have the Infinity Gauntlet, so it will be more formidable of an opponent. True. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was a fun film. Yeah. But I think there were a lot of, like, forced heartfelt moments there. I love the heartfelt moments. The whole, yeah, but there were a lot of them. The Ravager funeral? The Ravager funeral. Okay, yeah. Stallone cameo, great. Yeah. Um... But did you need a lot of? Do you need all the heartfelt? I mean, they could have cut some. Chris Pratt said that it helped him deal with the death of his father, which is really what I felt the movie was trying to do. Was trying to be like, look, let's give kids who are going through some shit a little therapy without letting them know they're getting some therapy. Let's help them work through some emotions. I mean, maybe 
So, well done, James Gunn. I applaud you. Yeah, I'm oh, fine. Fine. <laughs> Gets into fine. our cold black hearts and pulls that little string out just to just to tug on it. He pulled it out, but then by the end of the film, I was like, "Oh, come on!" Not me. When you played that Cat Stevens at the end. Uh, <laughs> Is it on the soundtrack? It is on the soundtrack. It is uh, the last song, Father and Son, by Cat Stevens. Oh, nice. Soundtrack, I thought Especially actually... Especially this is a record that'll make JJ cry. Aww. Uh, he'd be crying right now if he was on this probably. podcast. He's crying right now listening he probably, to He probably said home. that Sturgill Simpson isn't on the soundtrack. <laughs> the I did enjoy the song selections on this one. Volume 2? Mm-hmm. Uh, They're I fun. Mean, the songs on Volume 1 were so integral to the movie and so integral to uh, everything about the marketing and everything. I was really worried that they were going to be able to recreate that on the second one. I did enjoy the second one a lot. It was good. Song choices. Yeah. Yeah. So here is, uh, we did an interview uh, about two months ago mm-hmm. with the band We Take the Night. They were performing here in store. They went on tour. And uh, here's the full. Uncensored? Uncensored version of the interview with uh, We Take the Night. <laughs> Uh, hey, so I have a, a special treat for y'all uh, this month. I don't know why I said y'all, so country western. But uh, I have with me here the band We Take the Night. Hey, guys. What's going on? Yep. Uh, I'll Hello. let you introduce yourselves. Just uh, why don't you go around and say your names, and then uh, we'll do some other bullshit. Right on. I'm Robbie. I'm Matt. Colin. Guitar. Oh. I'm uh, Tom. I'm hey, you should probably say what you do as well. That makes hey. sense. <laughs> I'm Robbie, and I play guitar. I'm Colin. I play the drums. I play uh, bass. I'm Tom. I also do other things, but you know. And I'm at mainly guitar. Mainly guitar. Yeah, a little bit of vocals, fill-ins, things like that. And we want to give a shout out to both our lead vocalist Mike Doyle. He's in the hospital right now. Get well soon, buddy. Ooh. Get ready before tour. And um, and also a special shout out to our um, original clean vocalist Alyssa, who was going to join us at, on the tour as her farewell, but she unfortunately can't. So she already did her farewell show. But we want to thank her for all of her work she did on our album. That's cool. What's uh? What's your boy in the in the hospital for? Gum infection, and then it turned into diarrhea. It's very weird. I don't know how that worked, but <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> it's it's kind of a strange jump from your jaw to your ass. Yeah, yeah and uh, especially that it's so extreme that you have to go to the hospital for it. That yeah. sounds yeah. intense. Uh-huh. Let's just say he goes that's ass Doyle. to mouth. Or mouth to <laughs> that, that's why you never go ass to mouth. <laughs> you see, clerks too all over again. They were so wise for so many reasons that they didn't even know. Yeah, that's true. Just like us, yep. <laughs> fart suckers. <laughs> uh, cool. So, uh, so why don't you uh, tell our listeners a little bit about your band? So, we have been a band now for approximately seven years. We are currently in our process of recording our third album. Technically, it'll be our first full length. Uh, our sound is basically basically a mix of. Uh, Post-hardcore, rock, punk, progressive metal. We, we mix a lot of different stuff, metalcore. And, um, yeah, so uh, basically on this next album we're releasing, uh, we're hoping to expand our horizons with our sound. We're evolving, but at the same time, we're still sticking to our roots. And, like, for instance, we're re-recording one of our songs right now from our original 2010 demo, redoing it in the way metal music is played modern. So we, we modernized it. So we're pretty excited about that. Cool. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I heard you say that you had a clean vocalist uh, that was Alyssa. Yes. A woman. Yep. And now you have a new uh, gum-infected, also clean vocalist who's a guy? 
guy has always been screamer, girl was always singer. So Doyle, mm. screamer, ah. uh, Alyssa, singer. So we've always had six members. Okay. Uh, two lead vocalists always. That's cool. another trademark for our band. Uh, you've been a band for eight years. Yeah, almost. Cool. Uh, uh, you guys came in, uh, we first met because you dropped off an album. Yeah, Which right. I assume is your most recent one. Yes. What uh, What have you guys put out so far? So from that album, we have basically, we're in the process of recording a, or at this point, editing music video for our song Bottoms Up Part 2. And we've also released Passengers with you guys. And we are also in the process of getting a, uh, a YouTube video, which is going to be a lyric video for our song. Um, either we're going to do that one for Passengers or Hometown Heroes. Cool. Do you have uh, older stuff that's out? Do you have multiple albums, or is this... We have basically a 2010 demo, which has four songs, and then our most recent album that we gave you guys from 2016, that's our EP, which has seven songs, and then our first full length will be out this fall, and that'll have at least ten songs. A six-year break in between records. Three. We took a three-year break. So basically, we were active uh, 2010, 2011. First month of 2012, we took a break. Uh, and then from that break, we didn't come back until 2015, and we've been going strong since. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. I heard you mention you're going on a tour. Yes, yes. We're going on our first tour ever. Me, as a like, just as a musician, it's my second tour ever. I know Tom has been on five tours. Think, yeah, it was about five at this point. But for a lot of the members, it's their first tour ever, so we're, we're very excited about that. Yeah. We reached that level finally. We're going down the East Coast. We'll be hitting uh, multiple New York, uh, New Jersey, Connecticut, um, South Carolina, and Florida dates. Damn, that's a big spread. Yeah, cool. That's ambitious. Yeah, thank you. That's that's the way to do it. Cool. Um, okay. Well, uh, what are you what are you excited for? Is is there anything cool on the tour? Any notable dates? For what, sure. Like, we're actually uh, we're calling this tourcation. <laughs> so we're uh, we're actually going on vacation while we're on tour. So we're going to take off days. Like for instance, we'll be going to the uh, Connecticut Warp Tour day as a day off to relax after our Connecticut show. We'll be going to uh, probably Asbury Park in New Jersey on our off time to have more vacation time. Then we'll be spending time in Myrtle Beach, vacation time in our grand finale, our boss battle, if you will, is Universal Studios. We'll be uh, getting some fun footage of us having fun there for our next music videos. Uh, I just went there uh, maybe two weeks ago. And uh, I went only because I am a lifelong Simpsons fan and had to go to Springfield. I love that. That's a 3D ride, right? Uh, it is a 3D ride, correct? Well, they they actually have yeah, now a whole town of yeah, Springfield that is built. A town there. You can actually get a quickie, like uh, what's what are they? <laughs> oh, from <laughs> a squishy. From, a squishy. Uh, you you yeah. can get a squishy. You can get a uh, you can get a duff at most tavern. Yep. You can get a flaming mo. Yep. Uh, That's sick. For Simpsons fans, it uh, I, I speak on behalf of Simpsons fans. It, it's it's like our mecca. That's, you know, that's wild. It was worth every single penny that I paid because I didn't go to anything else. I didn't go on a single other ride uh-huh. or other area of the park. I went straight to Simpsons, hung out there, had a beer. You had a duff? And basically split, yeah. Right. Yeah, I, had, I, had a duff. <laughs> I had a duff and a flaming mo. And sadly, uh, like I don't, uh, I don't eat meat, uh, but I went to the Krusty Burger. Ooh. Debated breaking vegetarian. You should have just because it was a one yeah. in Rome. <laughs> you raise a fair point. Yeah, that's, a fair point yeah. that's the one time you got to break that. The shits would have been worth it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because then you'd have been like, "This is what Homer gets out." Donuts. Okay, so you said that you have you have a new record that you're mixing. It's going to be coming out. Do you have a target date for that? 
We're aiming for Halloween 2017. We will keep everybody okay. posted on that. Okay, cool. Uh, where can people find you? You can find us at... Uh, we're, you can find our Facebook at facebook.com slash official we take the night we're currently in a war with an australian band who's trying to take our name right now but oh, cool. they're they're behind on the war anyway you could also find us <laughs> you remember you're like seven hours ahead of them I know. so whatever oh, yeah. you do like they'll never be before you <laughs> no matter what we do they'll yeah. be ahead of them Curses. Step, uh, <laughs> oh they got us again because, uh, they seem to be doing more than we are this week son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh no, no, it's okay. You could also find us uh, on Instagram at We Take the Night. Luckily, we beat them to that domain. Uh, you could also find us at Twitter uh, at We Take the Night, and you could also find us on Snapchat at We Take the Night. Cool. Oh, actually, can we add like our tour dates? Yeah, you like, should definitely add your tour dates. Yeah, we should mention like each and every day. Yeah, yeah, good point. All right, so why don't you? Uh, <laughs> speaking, we're still we're still in the middle of the show, so we could just drop well, them out. We could edit. You should feel free to throw in uh, Australian tour dates as well. Yes, we do. <laughs> Whatever they're doing, feel free to. Yeah, to throw we those like, in. like. We need the. We need the what is it like? No Australian, we take the night. Like, like boycott. Yeah, send them hate mail. No, 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 no. You can't do that in the radio. I do not promote that. Yes. That's on them. Uh, okay, yeah. If, if you have dates, yeah, tell me your dates. What do you got? Had to have Prince playing in the background, didn't you? My bad. Uh, so, is this part of your tour, the the show that you just played this is like at Darkside Records? This is our kickoff party before our kickoff party. This is the, this okay, is the pre-game. Dude, the, the pre-party is always the best party. I guess, actually, the post-party is probably the best party. Yeah. But this is the one everybody remembers. Yeah, the pre-party is, the pre-pre-party is a good party. Yeah. Okay, right. so you got dates? Yeah, we do. Go. Playing right now, Darkside Records, Arlington, New York. Then we got... July 7th, kickoff party. It's in Marlboro, New York. Message us for an address. BYOB, hmm. by the way. Then we got Cook's Cafe, Nagatuck, uh, Connecticut. And then we got our day off in Warp Tour. We hope to see you there, too. Hartford, Connecticut, Warp Tour. We will be there. If you guys are there, come say hi to us. We might even give you some free stuff. Then, after that, we're going to be back here in Poughkeepsie at My Place Pizza. Then, after that... That's July 10th. July 10th. July 10th. Sorry, I missed that. Then July 11th, we'll be at the platform in Beacon. Really? Really? F- yeah. yeah. That's we- cool. That's where I live. Oh, oh yeah. no way. Yeah. It's really far from our last show. <laughs> 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 then uh, we have uh, our friend's party in Connecticut. In, uh, I'm sorry, not Connecticut. Pennsylvania. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Again, ask for the address. BYOB. That's going to be on the 12th. Then we got... The Championship Bar and Grill in Trenton, New Jersey on the 13th. Then after that, we're heading right to Myrtle Beach. Then, um, oh, st- By the way, we're, we're getting updates on the Myrtle Beach show. We're going to add that to our flyer tomorrow. We're just waiting for the final A-OK. Yep, so stay posted on our Facebook or Instagram, any other social media. Then after that, we got our other friend's party in Orlando, Florida. Names. That's the after party. First, we're playing at John's BBQ in Florida. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. Do you have a date for that? <laughs> July, what's the Santa Fifteen. 15th. 15th. So we're playing two shows that day. And that. then our final boss day, boss <laughs> battle of the final level of our video game. Yeah, if is... you're in the area, hang out. We're going to be at Universal Studios July 16th. Woo! That's the boss battle? That's yeah. the boss battle. Yeah. The Hulk roller coaster is the boss <laughs> battle. <laughs> <laughs> 
So. Cool. Uh, do you guys have? Uh, do you have like a big Florida following, or is this your first time going down there? Not only is it our, our first time going down there, but a lot of our friends from this area moved down to Florida after high school. So we're, we're actually reuniting with a lot of them. And Tom's parents moved down to Florida last summer, for instance, yeah, as well. My so down there too. Cool. So good. So you have places to stay. Yeah. Right on. Good. And free meals. Families always give you free yeah, meals yeah, on yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showers. And showers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. That RV is going to be oh, all of us taking showers in that RV. That's going to be brutal. Oh, God. <laughs> Especially with Doyle. Oh, no. Doyle. We're going to smell like a band. So. <laughs> yeah. so you have a vehicle that you're taking on tour. Yep. We are renting a 30-foot RV. That's And we recommend any band who can't afford their own van. Do what we did and rent a vehicle. Don't be ashamed of it. Who cares if it says... Whatever, you know, just do it, get it done, and, you know, we want to promote local, more local bands going on tours. Yep. True. We're True. just a couple of guys with a dream, that's it. I feel you, man. <laughs> cool. Um, shit, I had a question that just fucking slipped out of my brain. So tell me a, tell me a good band story. Tell me a, a funny, what Ooh. like, tell me... You know, your your grossest... Every band's got, like, a shit story. <laughs> yeah. Every band's got, uh, you know, like, a puking story. Yep, that's Speaking of Doyle. That's <laughs> <laughs> Doyle. Might be why he's in the hospital. Yeah. Oh, that's command. gross. Okay. That's, that's just my guess. That he went to may have just destroyed his gums because of that. Yeah. That, makes, that would make sense, yeah. yeah. Matt, you got this. You, you definitely... Clear. You're good with remembering the funny stories. Um, didn't he... Throw up on command last practice? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, I don't know why. I was just something I thought of. I was like, oh, it makes me sick. And, and then I was out of nowhere. I was just like, you won't throw up. And he just did out of nowhere. And then, but he's like, honestly, when I throw up, it's the end of the world. Like, if you ever see me, like, I'm, I'm probably dying. And I, but him, it's just he threw like, up, and he was like, all right, let's practice. Yeah, he was like, and start screaming. He was kind of like that wrestler back beer. in like the <laughs> early 2000s drills. You could like, vomit uh-huh. on command. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How weird was that, though? There was actually a wrestler who called himself Puke for like two years. Because he puked. Yeah. And then he got paralyzed in a match. I know. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, that's gross. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was just like the most recent. But it all started like in our original band in 2009. We started playing this thing called the puking game, which which followed by the next year. <laughs> I hate this game. <laughs> And literally, it was stupid. It was like, and our original drummer, band, Mark, so. and Doyle, and I, after one of our original We Take the Night practices, we just went ham. Matt, like, I think Matt was just like, hey, Doyle, oh. puke, just for the hell of- You know what it was? I actually, I made hot dogs that oh, yeah. day. I guess I didn't cook them all the way or something like that. And, uh, and then, yeah, my dog tried to eat it, too. And I, I Your dog tried to eat it. Well, yeah, all three of us. The puke. Yeah. Not the hot dog. It was like a chain oh, reaction. Yeah. It's the first it was, and then everyone like was Man, just getting sick watching. Holy shit. So you acted out in real life the scene from Stand By Me. Have you seen that movie? <laughs> no. uh, there's a scene in Stand By Me where this kid goes to get revenge on this other kid from his town. He used to beat him up. And he's in a pie eating contest. So what he does is he takes a bunch of Ipecac. So he throws up. While eating the pies, so then the guy next to him throws up, and then the guy next to him throws up, and then everyone <laughs> starts throwing up, and then the whole town is throwing up. Oh my god! So he, you, holy shit, that works in real life. Oh yeah, my god, yeah, that's it's, disgusting. Is that the worst kind of domino effect you could be a part yeah, of? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it is the worst waterfall you're ever going to be a part of. Luckily, Snapchat's got that new feature where you can. Uh, make videos in reverse. <laughs> so. yep. Everything you're saying is making it worse, I think. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could actually make that into a sport, like synchronized vomiting. 
<laughs> I think yeah, I think you figured out your uh, your music videos. Yeah. <laughs> your first music video. Just gotta blur it out, right? No, I mean, no come on, oh, really? no one cares anymore. Oh, just right. you know, like there's no television syndication. You know, like you just make things and you put them on the internet. Exactly. There was a there was a band. Um, I want to say they were uh, King Eight Ten. Have you heard of this band? They're, so, yeah. I, they're like a uh, like a moshcore band from L.A., but their whole thing is they come out on stage with like dudes holding actual AK-47s, oh. and they stand <laughs> on stage. And, and uh, anyway, uh, they put out That's a, a uh, music video that was premiered on Pornhub, oh. and the video was yes. basically just people fucking. It was, it was just a porno while they played their song. So of course. I must have missed it. Look, I mean, I kudos for viral marketing. Okay, yes. kudos for, and I'm sure like every band at some point has been like, let's just make a porno video for a video, <laughs> man. Let's let's just do it. After seeing Blood- Marilyn Manson's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Didn't Bloodhound Gang do do that? Uh, somewhere back in the past, I don't know. But I think I, they did. I think it was for Chasey Lane or something like that. Because I've never seen a video that was just literally a st- like. No frills, just a straight porno. Oh, you know, yeah. no, no band playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. You know, no like montage of slow mo guitar playing. Just no, it's just a camera and people having sex. Just <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Just yeah, the while time. the song plays in the background and that's it. Just go with the music. That, I mean, that would be something. Uh, I only got about forty seconds into the video, so I can't actually verify. Hey, hey. It can work though because I've watched like twerking videos where it's girls twerking to gent music and it like it's like the booty popping with like the the. The gent riff, like bunch, bunch, like some sugar stuff. Well, there's a there's a Mastodon video that I really like. That is, uh, it was for something off uh, Once More Around the Sun, but it was like this video where they uh, they start off like making fun of metal videos, and it's like you know dudes and you know in like you know elaborate like you know rusty crowns, you know with trees, <laughs> and then like just girls kind of walk out and start twerking behind them, and then they kind of like look confused. And then it turns into this twerk off where all the women start twerking, and it has one of my favorite things I've ever seen in a music video where you know, like this this like bay door opens, and all of a sudden all the girls you know like fold their arms and kind of look, and it's like the one like master twerker like suddenly appears. Nicki Minaj, and it's the scene where like she like starts twerking and it goes like into slow mo into this psychedelic oh. like oh. where it just goes into crazy colors and butts <laughs> everywhere, just moving in these like spirals. What was I have to see this. It's a Really just genius. Google Mastodon butts, All and right. I'm Mastodon sure. Just Google oh. Mastodon, you'll you'll see it. Another good song, Bubble Butts, just like that. Bubble Butts, bubble, <laughs> yeah. Bubble, bubble butts. yeah. You, I love the video to that. I didn't <laughs> even know there was like a video. A, you gotta watch it when you go home. Right now, <laughs> first thing you do, you're gonna watch it here. You're kidding? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just play it on the speakers here. Exactly, exactly. You probably want to watch I it. Think they, I think they have problems. <laughs> oh. like the King A10 video. Yep. Correct. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that actually, I think uh, the best part about the King A10 video is uh, it gave a million dudes a chance to, when their girlfriends go through their browser history, be like, "Hey, why were you on Pornhub?" And they could be like. Looking at the King A10 video, bro. <laughs> Come on, what's the deal? I like that they're secretly ashamed. That's yeah. in my story. They're like, I would never look at a porno, honey. You're the only woman. I'm like, come on. You're right, I cheat on you. Like, what? No, I would never. <laughs> what? <laughs> Their voice gets all high pitched. What do you mean? <laughs> fake outrage voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you can tell when they're lying. What do you mean? <laughs> I, yeah, 
bit. You're kidding me. That's not true at all. <laughs> see? See? Exactly. I get more Scottish, the more outraged I get become. I like this. I like this. Usually it's the more drunk is usually when it starts coming too. out more. <laughs> if I have whiskey around me at all, what's going on? I, I can't, I can't <laughs> filter my Good. voice anymore. And it just divulges back to how I sounded like I when I was a small child growing up in Scotland. Cool. So, so you're from Scotland. Yep. What are you doing here? Long story. Long story. Look. Amazing results. <laughs> Long story, amazing results, but a horrible ending. So. Uh, uh. Okay. That's Scottish Tom for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so, um, I don't know. You d- tell me, you have any questions? Anything you want to, or anything you want to m- have me make sure I include in this? Hey, what are you doing later on tonight? It's not tonight. Pornhub. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pornhub. Bubble butt. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, basically, I think we got all the bases covered. This was an awesome experience. <laughs> like, this is so fun. I know. Um, yeah, no, and we're we're so excited for tour once again. If you're free any of the dates, please come out. This this is uh, this is our next big thing, and we have more on the way. If this tour is successful, we might even do it again in August before we all have to start going back into the fall, the busy fall schedules. Indeed, indeed. Maybe West Coast this time. Maybe West Coast this time. Sweet. We might have to actually FedEx ourselves halfway there and then just go the rest of the way. That's the way to do it. I've been watching videos online of people that actually have been mailing themselves to locations. If you put yourself in a big enough box (laughs) and make sure you have, like, water and, like, snacks, you could possibly do it. But make sure that you make you put handle with care on the side. They're yes. really just gonna throw you all around in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just like a pod, a padded pod. Yes. That'd be seriously. the that'd be maybe the most cost effective tour a band could exactly. ever do. Yeah. Just ship five dudes in in like pods <laughs> to each location. That's the Seems like a Spinal Tap thing. We actually yeah, have to exactly. Be up in that. Ooh, that actually Look, worked. you want to go viral? You want to go viral on the internet? This is how you do it, right there. Yep. Right on. It's gotta, we all we all actually emerge from the stage like it's a scene from Alien. Ex- oh yeah. See, see. So Second sad. best sci-fi franchise after Star Wars. <coughs> Just saying. It's Ridley Scott, man. Ridley Scott's my favorite director. Oh, we were talking about Ridley Scott when I first came David here. David Fincher's my favorite director. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Because I remember I heard you talking about Fincher. And I was like, what are your thoughts on Alien Three? <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, my favorite director is Alejandro Jodorowsky. Who actually was one of the, what's who actually put the team together that eventually came up with Alien? Ooh, uh, well, for, for his version of Dune that never actually came out. Right. Mm. It actually was supposed to have let's see. Uh, well, H.R. Giger was doing a lot of design work for it. Um, I'm trying to think, Mick Jagger was supposed to be, was going to be in it. Salvador Dali was supposed to be going to be in it. Whoa. I swear to God, and it was going to be like four and a half hours. Whoa. Orson Welles. Orson Welles was going to be like Harkonnen. It was. And he was huge at the time, so he was going to work perfectly. What's his name from Citizen Kane? Wasn't he also in it? That's Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Yeah. yeah, I just, yeah, I done goofed. <laughs> and uh, let's see, um, I think Pink Floyd was going to do the music for the Atreides family, and uh, Magma was going to do the music for um, the, Har- the Harkonnens. Why did this not happen? They ran out of money. There's a whole documentary, and it's amazing. There is also one major reason. It's because, uh, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong, but Jodorowsky wanted to make it a 25-hour movie, and all the yeah. studios were like, why don't you just make five to ten movies out of this instead of one big one? And, and he was just like, no, it needs to be one movie. So they are like, sorry. Because imagine back in the, the 70s, and they are trying to do this, how mm-hmm. much money a 20-hour movie would have costed to, to film in one or two years. That would have yeah. been and wild. The, and the funny thing was, 
all of these this happened then this could have actually happened if it wasn't for like this was like five years before what's called Star Wars happened yeah, yeah so yeah. If, if if it came out if they tried to do this after Star Wars it could have actually worked out but since no one was really into like the big sci-fi film thing that kind of like everyone was like oh, I don't know if that's a good idea so they put out these huge books like about 500 pages of basically the entire movie just painted out into what's it called little cells but no one ever made it wow and then like a little so bit, they got to storyboarding they even yes the, right. the, and that's wow. the thing you can read the you can read the book as if it was like a comic book because it was actually what's it called um, storyboarded by Jean Giraud it was like Mobius yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, as I said, some of the some of the most creative people were involved yeah. with this. Yeah, and like Dan O'Bannon, who originally wrote Alien, was actually supposed to be the special effects supervisor on it, and then they went to Hollywood to try to sell it. Finally, once they did all the work they could do, where they basically had every little aspect of the film planned out, and then they just no one went <laughs> sold it. And then the team got together uh, as. Uh, and then they made Alien about a few years later. Well, look, uh, I feel like if they can make a Twin Peaks series 25 years after the original one ended, yeah. <laughs> we can make this happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we can no. start this right now. We get a petition going. Granted, I guess a lot of people are probably deceased at this point. Uh, right, yeah. We need, who would be a good replacement for Orson Welles? We would need, like, who is, like, the Orson Welles of the 90s? Who is, like, <laughs> that actor? <laughs> Because he's probably the same age now. I think think it's Chris Farley, and he's dead, too. (laughs) You're right. right. I think John Goodman would actually do a decent job. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Who's that guy? Um, uh, Ian McShane or something. Mm. Sir Ian McKellen? No, no, no. Ian McShane. Yeah, not a right body type. Jumping sci-fi, who do you guys think Ray is from The Force Awakens, the new Star Wars? Who is Ray? Is Ray just Ray, or is Ray somebody else? I think she's just Ray. I think that I think that's going to be built up to something, and then it's just going to be to just somebody. Yeah. Because if 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 that's not the case, it's really like a big universe with very few important people. It kind of like, if anything, it kind of draws it away from me a little bit. I, I like the idea of her just being a random person. I hope she's just like the new chosen one reincarnated, like Avatar: The Last Airbender. Because I don't know, I just feel like yeah. that'd be like a whole new world for Star Wars. So it's not just... I know it's supposed to be about the Skywalkers and stuff, but... Anyway, jumping that tangent, I also wanted to get this in there. Well, well, oh, I have a much more important question. Right on, right on. In the same universe. Yeah, yeah. Is Mace Windu still alive? Good oh, question. Yeah. All right, so Samuel L. Jackson, he's been pitching it to Disney for a while. Like, yep. come on, Mace Windu can't be dead. <laughs> and honestly, I would be for Mace Windu coming back. It's not confirmed yet, but they also didn't deny it. It's like, I think it's one of the options they can go, like what they did with Darth Maul. It took them a few years... Then they brought Maul back from the dead for the Clone Wars TV show, which is way after he died in Episode One. Really? So, yeah. so, uh, so yeah, we we do a uh, we do two podcasts here for our We do one that's about music, this one, right on. and then we do another one that's called Dorkside, that's Ooh. all about just nerdy shit. Oh. And the last episode we did was all dedicated to Twin Peaks. Ooh. And I don't know if you watch Twin oh, Peaks, yeah. if you're into Twin one Peaks, of my favorites. But so uh, we had a, a guest, uh, our friend Dan, who's a Twin Peaks fanatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just kind of talked about the new series, and he raised an interesting thing, which is kind of on a similar note, which is uh, if you're familiar with the movie Fire Walk With Me, yeah. mm-hmm. which is uh, the prequel to the Twin Peaks series, David Bowie was in it. Oh, yeah, I know. And he played a character, Philip Jeffries, yep. who, you know, he was on screen for maybe five minutes yeah, he, and he, disappeared, you yeah. know. But uh, 
So the new series that's on TV currently on Showtime, uh, they referenced his character, which led my friend, my friend Dan to say, you know, uh, technically, David Lynch, the director, went and got uh, two characters to film scenes for Twin Peaks because they were not doing well and actually passed away shortly after filming their scenes. Log Lady and Albert, who are two Wait, characters. So Log Lady's dead? Log Lady is dead. Oh, my God. And, in fact, when you see her in the series, she's got a, a, an oxygen mask on and whatnot. That's her real-life apparatus so oh she could God. stay alive. Wow. I met, her, uh, I met her at a convention like six years ago. Yeah, so she's passed away. Oh, my. Uh, so did the actor who played uh, Albert, who filmed all his scenes and then passed nice. away. Technically, David Bowie passed away after those people. So he was speculating if David Lynch went to the trouble of getting these people in the series, could David Bowie the thing is secretly have filmed scenes and been in the new Twin Peaks? I think it's That's possible wild. because I think because I know for a fact David Lynch he, he films whenever he wants. So basically, mm-hmm. I know for a fact that this version of Twin Peaks started being shot like four or five years ago but before we even knew it was even going to happen <laughs> because well like uh, Lost Hi- what wasn't Lost Highway what was it um, uh. Mulholland no 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 before that one the one went before that Blue one. Velvet no Inland Empire Inland, Inland Empire was shot entirely on like a ha- on like a camcorder mm-hmm. simply so he didn't have to pay for all the Hollywood stuff <laughs> and it's an amazing movie but it's also really really David Lynchy weird yeah correct it's nice <laughs> Speaking of David Bowie, speaking of David Bowie, I just thought of this. So, um, have you guys ever hiked at the Overlook at, in Woodstock? Yeah, it's this really awesome. Like you literally, it's like a flat part of the mountain, and you just turn around and you see nothing but valley around you. And apparently, that's where David Bowie had some of his ashes scattered because hmm. it was his favorite place in the world. Like I can't believe that he actually he loved Woodstock, moved to Woodstock, and secretly lived here when he wasn't on tour. Hmm. And I loved hearing all the legends from over the years of like David Bowie playing secret shows at the Chance. And I was yeah. always like, I want to be invited to one somehow. Do you guys do you guys want to quickly <laughs> talk about like the um, this year's band's Warped Tour lineup? You know the bands you're excited to see. Like I, there's a bunch of bands this year that I'm really excited to see. I don't know about you guys. I'm extremely excited to see Gore. I actually bought a all white suit to ruin. Good. Blood. You I are going wait. to see Gore correctly. Yes. Uh-huh. Like I, I actually got what's the old and I when I mean pure white suit, I mean it's white. Yes. <laughs> Matt and I the, have been talking about seeing Gore since we were in middle school, but somehow we missed them every single time they came to the chance. I don't know how, but we're not in warp tour, not happening. We are going to see Gore. That's where I saw yeah. Gore the first time. Was really? The chance, yeah. Do you think I could get back in my car without ruining the interior after seeing Gore? No. Yes. Not me. Just, just bring yeah. a towel. <laughs> Don't or forget to clothes. bring a towel. <laughs> no, we're going to towel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. You're a towel. Change, so. mm-hmm. uh, and I'll just give you a warning ahead of time. The fake blood does stain your skin. You will be pink <laughs> the following day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so plan, plan ahead. Nice. My quick question. Does it dry uh, brown or does it dry, but, uh, dry red? It dries. Uh, it it, it kind of stains red. It doesn't. It's not crusty. It's you know water based. <laughs> Brutal. But, yeah, the jizz typically doesn't oh, leave uh, human and alien. Don't typically leave uh, <laughs> stains. Well, it's okay. really the blood. The blood leaves you kind of you know pinkish. Yeah, I you look like you have a sunburn the next day. <laughs> so, I'm also excited for Hate Breed. I've not seen Hate Breed yet. I am I ready. Saw them with Slipknot in Pennsylvania. Did you? Yeah, nice. they're pretty good. 
That's awesome. That was awesome. I'm ready to get my butt kicked and also kick butt during Hate Breed. I my at that show. Trying to get up to the pit. No, bro, you're going to take it easy. Oh, yeah, I forgot I'm on tour. tour. Oh. You can't fuck yeah. up these, yeah. the money makers. <laughs> I can't That's wait true. to, I got my knee brace again and, like, the cane. Yeah. I have this cane that also doubles as a seat. <laughs> so I just walk in with a, with a knee brace, like, last year, and then I'm just walking with that. And then the easiest thing was, if we wanted to crowd surf, all we had to do was kick it out and just jump up. And then in between show, everyone was sitting on the floor, but I actually had a very comfortable seat. Well done. Well done. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of crowd surfing, another thing. We're going to do this during, like, one of the more lighter bands, like, either during, like, uh, the Ataris or Hawthorne Heights or Silverstein. We're going to get footage of it, too. Our buddy Alan's filming the whole tour and making a documentary. So what we're going to do is... We're going to have a it's a new idea that I claimed. Nobody else has done it yet, but putting this out there so somebody might steal it before we do it, but hopefully not. Crowd surf race. So all I'm going to get every single band member together, and we're going to all start at the same time, have five people lift us up into the air, and the first one to the barricade wins some sort of prize. And it's genius. Gonna- <laughs> genius. <laughs> Thank you. Brilliant. Word of advice with crowd surfing, though. If you're a guy, don't like go on your stomach. Oh, yeah, you good point. You can imagine why. <laughs> Tie your I shoes look. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fr- tie your shoes. I threw my that. friend up and he came back with one look. shoe. <laughs> look, sometimes people touch your dingle while you're crowd Sometimes surfing. they pick you up by it. And yeah. it's <laughs> <really bad. laughs> look, look. They just grab you by the. Wear a cup. It's Wear just, a cup. It's it's what happens. Okay? I got a sprout. <laughs> I don't know. A family's on the line. Future family. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Just go on your back. Simple. <laughs> cool. All right. Stay weird. hydrated. And say hydrated. Summer. Yeah, bring a water bottle while you're jumping sunblock, on stage. So yeah. you can sun, apply sunblock while you're stage diving? <laughs> yes. 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 Don't want your stomach like, to get sunburned. Just chug that stuff. It's yeah. got to be yeah. like always oh, sunny. you got to drink the sunblock. Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a weird tour. Oh, yeah. Tour. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to, um, yeah, we're going to make the documentary and we're going to put it on YouTube for free so everybody can see it. So it's going to be a good time. Cool. When you do that, send us the link. We'll share it. Ooh, thank you. Cool. Definitely right. follow our Snapchats and. Social you, medias for that. SoundCloud. I don't think you said that. Well. Oh, yeah. Good call, Colin. Yep. yep. Cool. All right, gentlemen. Thank you for being here. Thank uh, you, John. I guess, fuck it. We'll play your song again here on the podcast. Sure. Let's let's play a song from our original demo. This song is called Not Now, Chief. Yeah. I'm, I'm in, in the zone. zone. Do you have to say it like that? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> Whenever you right. announce it. Well, this is uh, We Tonight. We, <laughs> we Take the Night <laughs> with their song. <laughs> Not Now, Chief. I'm in the zone. <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh,
Is that your horse noise? That's my horse noise. Let's turn. All right, so uh, so that's the uh, podcast for this month. Uh, we'll be back again next month with <laughs> with a regular con. No, we do more of a Winnie. Oh, that's it's, right. It's, that's a totally different horse it's on noise. On your computer, though. It's on, uh, yeah, I know. Don't I know. make that noise. You can't. No human can just make the majestic noise of a horse. I disagree. <laughs> disagree. Uh, we'll be back next month uh, with some stuff. So uh, until then, I'm JB. I'm Berto. Thanks. Bye. Having like a moment of silence for yeah, I don't know. or something. I don't know.